Coming at you live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Good morning, San Marcos, Texas. You are listening to Bobcat Radio. My name is Giancarlo Cacho. I'm your host, joined by Jordan Salas, our co-host and our producer, Justin Brown. We have a great show for you today. But before we get into that, Jordan, please, with our message from our sponsors. Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar. Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located on the northbound frontage road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos, Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views. Wonderful for us. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful indeed. Now, let's get started with some cat's ketchup. It's time to recap the latest Texas State and San Marcos High School events with today's edition of Cat's Catch-Up. And we start with Bobcat Baseball, who played last night versus UIW, getting a win. Now, guys, what are your thoughts on, on the game last night? Well, this Bobcat Baseball team, you know, they get the win. I think it was a, a 2-1 win. Oh, or, my apologies. It was a 3-1 win over the Incarnate Ward Cardinals. Now, we've seen them play them before in this season, an out-of-conference game, and they, they unfortunately took the loss in that. And, you know, it's really important for them to win these out-of-conference games. And I think a big reason out of that was their bullpen. We saw their bullpen in that 8-21 to loss that we saw last weekend um, against South Alabama. They they cleaned that up right here. They had three three pitchers played. We had Roby who had four strikeouts played clean. Had Austin Smith come in and then Cyrus close out. I mean, what else do you expect from this baseball team? I'm excited to see what they can do this next series against ULM. Yeah, Jacob, like you said, we had one loss to Incarnate Word earlier in the season, and the Bobcats weren't going to let that happen again. You know, we have some wins against some well-known teams um, in college baseball, so. We wanted to make sure we got this win here tonight. Like you said, the pitchers were, were doing amazing last night. Um, ben McLean and Jose Gonzalez had two, or my, I'm sorry, Ben McLean, yeah, and Jose Gonzalez had home runs in the third and the eighth inning. So we were hitting really well. It seemed like a consistent game. It was low scoring, but overall they got the win, and it was a good night for the Bobcats. Well, it was a great game, obviously. Um, I saw the game um, from the ESPN Plus telecast, and it was, it was good to see them bounce back. You know, I was I was producing for the the game. We got whooped by 21 runs. Um, it was horrible to witness, but it's great that the Bobcats were able to bounce back. And I've been saying this: play every game like you're playing the number one team, like we did earlier in the season when we whooped Texas. That's the kind of energy you gotta bring to every game. You know, play play. You know, as the season's ending, play with your hearts out. You know. Put it out, all out there on, on the on the diamond, you know? Yeah, I think 100%. I mean, you want to try and gain some momentum and some energy going into this tournament. That's going to be a few series ahead from now. But if you can get these out-of-conference wins and you can really get your pitching rotation down, I mean, there's really nothing preventing you from being dominant in these future series, especially in that tournament. Now, because this is one of the best Bobcat baseball teams we have seen in, in a recent long while, and they have an opportunity here to even go past the Sunbelt 
NFL tournament. They could even go into the tournament in Omaha and in the College World Series. Now, that could be a possibility. And if this team wants to get there, they're going to have to get this bullpen rotation down. And I mean, Stivers does what he does best in that bottom of the, you know, you know, in the eighth inning, ninth inning, he can deliver. But, you know, we need better starting. I mean, some really good performances from our starting pitchers. And we really need to have that middle of the rotation with like Austin Smith. We really need that to be secured. You know, we have Cameron Bush. We have Peyton Zabel. We do have some great pitchers on this Texas State Bob. This Texas State Bobcat team does have some great pitchers. Um, it's just, you know, they're going to really have to get that down. And then they're hitting. I think that side's pretty taken care of. We got Ben McClain, John Wethridge, uh, August Ramirez, Jose Gonzalez, hit players that can hit it way out of the park. Don Shuffield, the player that could be in the MLB, basically. I mean, he's showing what he can do. So this baseball team, I mean, they're riding some good energy, and I'm expecting to see, uh, hopefully, a good series against ULM upcoming. Yeah, um, Dalton Shuffield and John Wuthrich actually both hit double-digit homers this season. That's the first time two Bobcats have done that since 2015. Wow. So that's a you know pretty impressive accolade. That Quick fact, got, right? right? <laughs> Quick fact for y'all, yeah. Um, you know, the Bobcats have three more conference series um, before the end of the regular season ends, before they head into the postseason tournament. Um, hopefully they can, you know, keep this momentum going, do well in that tournament so we can c- continue on play with the the big names you know the the end of this year that's what i would love to see me too and now we're going to take it to another bobcat great team and that's softball guys this Texas State softball team. Can I go on a little rant here? Okay. Go on I got to, I got go to report last weekend this Texas State softball team battled against Troy here at home. It was the final series for the Bobcats here at home, and it was senior night basically that Sunday. But that whole series, I mean, we talk about this team. Jessica Mullins, amazing. Friday got nine strikeouts. Saturday, make it 11. Friday, uh, Sunday, make it five. Total of 25 strikeouts for the series. She is making sure that other teams cannot score. Also, Caitlin Rogers, huge hit from her in the second game. It was tied 1-1 in the bottom of the seventh. She delivers with a triple, the second triple of her career in the far right field. We also saw Sierra Trahan record a triple. That's the first of her entire career. Someone I went to high school with. She never did it over there, but she's doing it over here and getting this team some wins. So I just have to give credit to all these seniors. These, the Cat Krennic, we got Caitlin Rogers, Kylie George. This team is just great, guys. And I, I, I just, I love this, this, this group we have. A 12-game win streak. Ricky Woodard really leading them to some victories. And we saw this last year. 16-game win streak going in the tournament and they're trying to reproduce that and they only got one final series here guys against UTA. I want to hear y'all's thoughts on this team especially. I know I could go off but I want to hear Jordan's thoughts especially. Well I mean you said it all with that that 12 game win streak. I'm sure the team isn't you know focusing on that right now that's not something they're probably you Oh know, yeah they're, they're just treating like heads. any other game. Yeah, yeah exactly they're trying to just continue, continue this momentum they got this series against UTA going this really well coached team by uh, Ricky Woodard um I, th- I think they're sitting at number three right now in the conference. Correct, so correct. that's not a that's that's a good place to be right now going in. You know, going into the conference tournament, you'll you'll get a good seed. You'll you'll play play some tough teams, but I mean I think these girls can get it done. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm before I give it to you, John, real quick, I just want to say that, yeah, I mean, obviously, they're in third place right now because the beginning of the season was kind of inconsistent, we were kind of saying, and I felt like there was timely hitting was an issue. It seemed like they couldn't get on board and couldn't get on the scoreboard, but no, that is not the case anymore, and they're really getting hot when it matters. Now, the teams that are in the top of the seedings, I mean, you have Louisiana, that team is coached by Jerry Glasgow. You got players from Australia, you got Melissa Mayu from France. She's an impressive power on that team, so it's going to be hard for us to, to try and catch up there because I know we're four and a half wins, I think, behind that, but I mean, I think 
think we only have three games left, so it's going to be kind of difficult to try and catch up to that. But, you know, depending on how Louisiana does with their series, obviously. But I just, I, yeah, I just give it to John. I know you're going to give us the icing on this cake. So I just want to say the one thing that's great about this team, if you watch them, is they're having fun out there. They're having fun. You know, the, the way that they... The way they execute, you know, is it's not just like, oh, it's a job. You know, it's like, oh, I got to go out there on the field. That's not how their players are thinking. They're having fun in what they're doing. And when you're having fun and winning, that's the key. That's what leads to success. And that's what they're having. Because in the middle of the season, or in the beginning of the season, you know, they were taking some big losses to big conference team, big uh, national teams. Yeah. Which. Like what, Oklahoma, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Which really sharpened the iron for what I predicted was going to be a great end of the season. And which they're they're having. So I think the thing that about this team is as long as you're out there having fun and enjoying what you're doing, you're going to have success. And I think going against this this last series, you know, just do what you do. Do what you do. You know, get those strikeouts. Mullins, she's she's a baller. She's a baller. And the one thing I love about her is every time she strikes someone out, she has a little a little arrow gesture right to him. Like, she does do a little arrow, yeah. And you would think, you know, someone with a 1.89 ERA, someone that's giving you, you know, 25 strikeouts in a series, you'd think she'd be someone mean-mugging and scary on the circle. No, she's just smiling and laughing after every pitch she throws. She's just really throwing them off, and she looks like she's having fun out there, and that's what we want from this softball team. Um, that we will be right back. You're listening to KTSW 89.9, and welcome back to Bobcat Radio. Um, we will be t- starting our segment into the snake pit. It is time to dive in to the snake pit. And for the snake pit, guys, the topic is finals predictions. Who do you guys have in the NBA finals? I want to hear it. Well, John, I'm glad you're bringing up finals because, you know, finals, this is the time of the year when finals is on everyone's mind. It's either NBA or it's either those ones you have to take on paper and pencil, those those terrible ones that many of you are facing right now that you should be studying for right now. But the NBA finals, predicting that, (laughs) and how would I predict that here? Well, you know what I'm saying? And here's what I think. Milwaukee Bucks, number 34. He is from Greece. He is nothing but muscle. Man likes to dunk Oreos and on your head. The Giannis Bucks, Giannis backed Bucks with Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, they are going all the way to the NBA Finals. And who are they going to meet, Jordan? Well, you know, I'm going to tell you who they're going to meet. They're going to meet somebody that's from Arizona. Somebody that's from Arizona. Maybe not from Arizona, but from the team that's placed there. And I'm talking CP3, Devin Booker, and the Phoenix Suns, backed by DeAndre and the only big man on that team. And I would say that the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks are going to the finals, and it's going to be a repeat of last year. And I think Devin Booker and Chris Paul are going to try and make up for the loss they took last year. And that's my prediction, Jordan. That's what I think is going to be in the finals. Listen, Justin, I can appreciate that prediction right there. Okay, I agree with you with uh, Phoenix making it, all right? I think Phoenix is too hot right now. You know, they showed what they could do without Devin Booker. They're going to have – they've got Devin Booker. He's going to be going crazy. Um, Milwaukee Bucks, they got a shot too, but I think the Miami Heat from the Sunshine State Ooh. are going to make it out of the East. Uh, Tyler Hero, six man of the year, just awarded that. I'm saying it could happen. So who are your two teams? Miami and Phoenix. Miami and Phoenix. So you're not going for my Bucks. No, 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 not for your Bucks. Oh, I don't want. I don't want to see a repeat. Oh, okay. Well, John, what do you think? Mm, yeah, this is a tough one. It's a tough one. Who got it? I think I got it. Honestly, I think Justin got this one. I think Justin got this one. And why? I think 
It's Giannis Antetokounmpo, bro. The man is the face of the league currently, you know? And you just can't... I just don't believe that the, the Celtics, as good as their defense is, can can stop them. They're champions. They, they face adversary in, adversary in the playoffs. And I see, I see them coming out the East. And with the way the CP3 is, he's a point guard. I... I gotta go with you with the with the Phoenix Suns. I, I definitely agree, um, Jordan. I'm sorry. You so you're saying I here. win the snake pit here? Oh yeah, you're you're the winner. Jordan's a loser. Well, since oh, I won the snake pit, I want to bring something up here on the radio. Something that does not get enough recognition. Something that we need to give recognition to as Texas, as we are KTSW Sports. I'm talking a sport that does not involve a ball on a field. I'm talking a sport that involves your hands on a controller. <laughs> and I'm talking esports, guys. Electronic sports. And our Texas State esports team is hot. And they're playing their COD playoffs right now. And they got a three-two lead. In the first round in COD playoffs, I'm talking Search and Destroy, and I'm talking independent <laughs> community college up in the East Coast, guys. Our Texas State Bobcat esports team, I know we're talking some nationals. I had to give them credit because, guys, I don't know. If you're listening to this now, go to Texas State Esports on Twitter. They have all sorts of information if you want to join a league and all sorts of other leagues. I'd say check that out 100%. And one league right now, Call of Duty Playoffs, I have to give them recognition up to a 3-2 lead right now, making huge strides. We saw the Rocket League team do that earlier. They were spring CSL champions. Now we're seeing this COD team, guys. I just I want to hear your thoughts on some esports, guys. What do y'all think about Texas State esports? They need the recognition, right? Texas State is making big moves in the esports game, guys. <laughs> I think game. I think I think we need a we need a we need a Madden league and we need all these KTSW you know folks to join up see how we do a Madden league. I mean, I'm more of a 2K guy myself same, personally. Same. I'm more of a basketball man, but I, I could throw you. I could get on Madden, maybe play Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. We'll see. But you know, I just wanted to bring up some esports 100. But you know, I think what what, we, what would you like to bring up, John? I think you're looking at me. I'm definitely I'm definitely joining this team. I no, no doubt about it. Oh, you're no, joining. Oh, I'm e-sports. joining. It. Sign me up because car playoffs, man. Uh, back in my day, back in my my younger days, I'm um, still young, but back in my younger days, I was a pretty good card player. I'm not gonna lie, I can do a little search in the store, and I want you guys better sign up because because esports is on the rage. It's been on the rise for years, and I'm just you know I'm happy to see Texas State having it, and I'm definitely excited, you know. Just to see the growth that this that this program could have, you know? 100%. I'm so glad we're talking about the Sex State Esports team, and we're giving them the credit that is due. But, John, I think you were wanting to transition into some, you know, across-the-river sports here. We're talking about some some national sports here. Um, which one are you trying to talk about, John? Well, the number one thing I like to talk about is basketball, and that is the NBA playoffs, as we've, been, we've mentioned before in the show. But... I want to know y'all guys' picks for tonight's tonight's matchups. So we got Dallas Mavericks, Phoenix Suns, and we got 76ers and Miami the Heat. Heat. And the Miami Heat. Now, give me give me y'all's opinions. Who do you All think right. takes game two? All right, here's tonight's Justin's picks for tonight, guys. You know, if I was a betting man, I'd sell a house right now and put them on these picks because I'm never <laughs> wrong. Okay, so tech, here's the here's Not the prediction, guys. Place. We got Phoenix and Mavericks. Okay, uh, the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks playing in, uh, you know. 
Phoenix, Arizona, and all I have to say is it's going to be another dub for the Phoenix Suns. Now, me predicting they're going to make it to the finals, of course I'm going to predict they're going to steal this one here. And I just don't think that the Mavs just have enough um, backup, really. I think Luka Doncic's definitely able to do it for you, but Jalen Bronson and those other players, I, you know, they're really going to have to step up. Six for 16 isn't really going to cut it, especially in that first game for Jalen Brunson. So I definitely think the Phoenix Suns are going to get this one. Now, if you're looking at your East Coast matchup and you're looking at the Philadelphia 76ers against the Miami Heat, well, you're not going to see Joel Embiid there as he's there, but he's not on the he's not on the court. He has a broken face. Both sides basically have been broken, and he's going to have to come back game through with the mask. And I don't think that the 76ers are going to be able to come back into this one. I think they're going to fall 2-0 to the Miami Heat, and that's because they got Jimmy Buckets. And I think that and and I think Jimmy Buckets can't be stopped recently. Tyler Hero, six man of the year, as you mentioned. Um, you know they've really been able to score, and I I, I don't really see how the 76er team is going to be able to stop them. But I'd like to hear what your predictions are for tonight. For, first of all, you scared what the Heat can do to the Bucks if they both move on and play each other. I'm definitely scared, but I saw the Bucks sweep them years before, and I would not be surprised if Giannis can do the same. Mm. You know, they still have Eric Spolstra, the same exact coach, coaching staff. Not many changes have been made. But, you know, P.J. Tucker, obviously, the former Buck, is on that team. That will make things interesting because they will have that three-point corner advantage. But I think this Milwaukee Bucks team, I mean, who are you gonna have, who's going to stop them to paint Bam Adebayo? I mean, is that your guess? But I don't know. What were what, what your predictions for tonight, though? Well, uh, my predictions tonight are, I mean, they're obvious because it's what my finals predictions were. So, I mean, I have the Heat winning and the Suns winning, too. I think, I think that Bam Adebayo, he's a, he's a strong, solid center. They've got, you know, he works the board. He gets up his shots. And last game, he, he played pretty well, I believe. I watched him play. Um, Tyler Hero as well, putting up those big shots, those big three-pointers from deep. You know, he can drive the ball, too. He gets to the line. I think the Heat are going to take this, and I think the Suns are going to take this tonight. Now, I've heard y'all's points. Y'all are valid. But I got to go back to Justin. You don't believe there's any Luka magic at all from the Dallas Mavericks to, to make this a, a series? Do you think it's going to be competitive, or do you think it's going to be a sweep? What do you think? You know, it's not going to be a sweep, John. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a little more tight than that because I've seen Luka Doncic shoot against the Clippers. Remember, there was that buzzer beater he had to win that one of those games out of that series, and I think that Luka Magic is prevalent. I've seen this star, the star from Croatia, show huge strides on this team, and some people may even argue that when it's all said and done, he might be more impactful than Dirk Nowitzki. But I didn't say that. But I will say though is that Luka Doncic definitely has some magic on him, and if it's not passing, it's definitely scoring and this guy can definitely do it for you so I mean I would say maybe five games I would suggest that the Luka Mavericks can definitely get one of these games especially at home with Mark Cuban uh, watching them but you know uh, it, it'll be interesting to see now another team that I, I think we need to bring up guys a, a series that is a lot closer that I'd like to hear some takes on you know I, I didn't get to hear your thoughts on the Celtics Bucks series um, you know you saw uh, I, I don't think we've gotten to touch on that so far we saw the Celtics top this one up and that was without smart playing guys we had Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum dropping both 30 we saw Giannis doing what he can do 28 points he was not the hottest he usually is but 28 points is still really good and you get nine rebounds and eight assists on that I mean that I think that's pretty decent for any basketball player so I just want to hear your thoughts on that series real quick and what you've seen so far from both these teams yeah Justin um the Bucks tied right now at the Celtics 1-1 like you said you're very confident in your Bucks over here but I think they're going to struggle a little bit against Boston just to get past this round um Jason Tatum he's doing something different right now some would even argue that 
Should I say it? Say it right now. Say it. Say this it. isn't from me. I've heard this. Jason Tatum coming for KD's, well, not legacy, but title is one of the title. best scorers. Yeah, title scores. is one of the best scorers. Mm, that's a hot take right there. That is a hot take. And I, I, what I would like to say is that I'm sorry, but as we've discovered, a basketball team has up to like 13 players on it. And I'm going to tell you right now that one of them is not going to win at all for this team. And Jason Tatum's going to have to get a lot of support. And he's going to have to continue to get support from J- Jalen Brown. You know, you know, Grant Williams scored Marcus 21. Smart. We're not going to see that every day. Marcus Smart, yeah. Yeah, Marcus Smart right there. Huh, Marcus buddy? Smart, definitely a huge impact on the Celtics team. So, I mean, yeah, Jason Tatum looks like an ex-KD. I mean, he has been playing like it, but me personally, I'd like to shout out another name that looks like that KD, because I'm going to do even hotter of a take. Brandon Ingram from the Pelicans. I've been on here, and I've argued it before. <laughs> look at his stats. Look at Jason Tatum's stats. You compare them to very similar. Playing styles, very similar. So that's what I'd have to say about that series. Now, the there was there was the, I think there's been one more series we haven't talked about here, and it's the John Morant Grizzlies and the Ooh, Stephen Curry Warriors. Warriors. Now Grizzlies. this game, you know, we saw the Memphis Grizzlies tie this game, uh, tie this series at home yesterday, and we saw a humongous 47 point performance from John Morant. If you don't consider him a superstar now, maybe not. I don't know if you, what your thoughts are on that. I think he is. I want to hear John. What do you think? On what's your thoughts on that? I just said on the podcast that we just recorded, this man. It's going to be the face of the league one day. He's, I believe it. I'm going to call it out. It's another hot take. But John Morant, it, like you said on the podcast, the, he reminds me of a young Michael Jordan. Getting on the Chicago Bulls, having success at such a young age. And, yeah, I see your face, Kobe. But it's, it's true. It's true. John Morant, the way that he is in the paint in, the, in today's NBA where it's all three-pointers, you know, everyone's shooting from, like, 50 feet and, and making it. He takes it to the rim. He's physical. He's got the floater. He, and last night he was hitting threes, too. The man is most improved player for a reason. Most improved player for a reason. And my hope, I'm going to knock on wood, is that they take down the Warriors the, this, this second round. And I believe that they can they got great pieces in Desmond Bain. They got great pieces in Darren Jackson. And, you know, the Warriors, the Warriors are the Warriors, but they're, they're, showing, they're showing signs of age at, at times. And Draymond Green's drama. Yeah, so. Here's what I have to say about this Grizzlies and Warriors series. Now, I think this Grizzlies and Warriors series is – is is more than just a series. I think it proves if this Memphis Grizzlies team, there's either two sides of this team. It's either a really good team or it's a team with a really good player on it. And I personally believe if they can beat the Warriors, this is a really good team, not just a team with a really good player on it. So, because to beat the Warriors, it's not just going to be one guy to do it. It's going to take multiple people. It's going to take a d- team that's very deep. And I'm talking Dylan Brooks. He can't get ejected like he did yesterday. And you need performances from Jaron Jackson Jr. You know, if you're especially going against Kaminga or Andrew Wiggins. So this series is definitely it's important for this Memphis Grizzlies team because if they win this series, it shows that they're a team, not just a team led by a superstar that's going to dunk it on your head and looks like MJ, which he really does. But Jordan, I want to hear your thoughts on this series. Who ha- who do you have taken it, and, and what are your thoughts? I think that the, the Warriors will end up pulling this series off just because— How of, many games? Ugh. Six, seven. What you got? Five. I'd say I'd say probably six. I'd say no less than five, just because I think that the Warriors have some more experience, especially with you know Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. They've been here before. They know what they're doing. Now they've got their their addition, their little friend over here, Jordan Poole, the third Splash brother, allegedly. Everyone's everyone is saying. Um, I think the Warriors are gonna gonna win this series here, even though John Morant is 
looking like the future of the NBA. Yeah, I think, you know, I think this this Warriors team, I mean, you definitely want to see them win. And I love that it's it's Warriors versus Grizzlies, exactly what we saw last year in the play-in when the Warriors, uh, the Warriors were removed, and it was by the Grizzlies. So this is the chance for the Warriors to get revenge. And Stephen Curry, after that series, I don't know if you remember watching the post game, but he was talking about next year, y'all need to be worried. We're going to have Klay Thompson. We're going to have some really good players. And that is exactly what they've showed us, guys. So I think Steph Curry's taking this series personally. And I think also the Grizzlies would – benefit from even losing this series too because you truthfully learn so much in a series if you win or you lose you really do learn a lot and I think that this Memphis Grizzlies team as young as it is it will actually benefit from losing a series to someone like Steph Curry and the Warriors because they're one of the hottest teams that you've ever seen in the playoffs guys this is a team that was a, it was a dynasty at one point so I mean honestly it could be a tough one but I see it going me personally I see it going seven games and I want to give it to Memphis because I just love John Morant. But I want to hear, John, what you got to say. I got to agree with you. I got to agree with you because Memphis is, I mean, like you said, it's if they lose, you know, you learn from it. But they're just, they've been on fire. And the way that they were towards the, the end of the season, winning games without John Morant on the floor, that is what I believe makes this team, uh, you know, scary against the Warriors. Because if you're able to have success without your big star on the floor, then that shows signs that you know you know what you're doing. That you're 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 up next, and the Memphis Grizzlies are up next. And I hate saying it because I'm a Spurs fan, but I mean, the way that they've been playing against the dynasty of the Warriors, you you just got it. For me, I I'm rooting for them. I believe that they'll they'll take it to seven seven games, like you said. Um, I mean, you can never count out the Warriors, can never count out Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, but I just feel like with all the controversy Draymond, Draymond Green's been giving this series with you know being ejected in the first game and, and leaving and flicking off the fans, I mean, the, man, the man's a menace. And I, I just think that it's, it's motivating John Moran and the Grizzlies because John Moran, he talks, he talks his mess all the time, and he backs it up. So I believe that, that they get it over the Warriors for sure. Yeah, and, and I wanted to bring up some other NBA news, guys, that I found out very recently yesterday. Reports are saying that Rudy Gobert, you know, replied to an accusation that him and his teammate Donovan Mitchell, a all-star guard in the NBA, had tensions in their relations. And Rudy Gobert stated that it's a me or him situation and that they will be expecting a trade this summer. I was just saying I wanted to hear y'all's thoughts before we wrap up here today. Um, who do you where do you guys think who should be traded from this? Jazz team you have to pick one Rudy or Donovan who is getting traded who has more value and why Ooh, that's a tough one that's that a is tough a one. tough one that's can tough I start one. it you want me to start it mm. yeah start it start it. I'm gonna start it right now and I think here's what they should trade I'm gonna say right now trade Rudy and here is the reason why I'm saying trade Rudy because Rudy has accolades to back up his impact on this team on 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 his you know career as a jazz member you know he has three defensive player of the year awards or at least two i'm in, i'm sure of and that means he's giving you a huge defensive impact on any team he goes to like that's proof that's like here's the here's the picture proof that i'm going to impact your team what awards have donovan mitchell uh, uh, gotten see See that that's where the the crickets emerge. So yeah. I think I think Rudy so, in this situation should be traded. What do you think, so you, Jordan? You think there's more value in Rudy Gobert yes. for the for the Jazz yes. to get returned? Yes. Okay. I I agree with you there. 
Um, You're going to get more value with them for sure. Yeah, I think they could get a better player trading him away mm-hmm. instead of Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. And, <clears throat> you know, who knows who knows what will happen, who they'll, who they'll pick up, but hopefully Donovan Mitchell. Bring, Rudy to, <laughs> bring Rudy to the Rockets, and then, then Jazz can get John Wall, and we'll give him away, and we'll take Rudy. How about that? Disclaimer, now? guys. Justin Brown is a... Rockets fan. I am the only Rockets fan probably in this whole city. I have not met another one. <laughs> and and you know, talking about this city, I mean, what what's really important right now is looking at this weather across the city right now. And I think I, I think I could give you all a little bit of a weather recap if you all like. Let's hear you know it. about the weather right now outside in Texas State. Well, I'll give you some information. Well, right now in San Marcos, Texas, we're getting a weather of currently 81 degrees and it's cloudy outside, guys. It's not the prettiest, sunniest sky, but no rain's coming down in your head. We got a high of 90 and a low of 73. Um, tomorrow, expect some rain. Bring an umbrella if you're going to one of your finals. There's a 60% chance of thunderstorms and a low of 69 and a high of 85. Um, this weekend's going to be a sunny one. you got sunny days on Saturday and Sunday, partly cloudy on Friday with lows of 66 and 71. But highs on 99 and 98 for Saturday and Sunday. So please wear some sunscreen and stay hydrated if you're going to be at Sewell. But, John, any final words for the show today? Um, have a great rest of your finals. And enjoy the last the last week of school. And this has been Giancarlo Caccio with Jordan Solitz and Justin Brown. This was Bobcat Radio, and we will get you back to the other side of radio on KTSW 89.9.